Sleepy Rock was a place you might find in a fairy tale. Until one day, the fairy tale... What did this? The book was in his hand. Man, have you been drinking? Now, the nightmare is unleashed. Here. Kiss this world goodbye. Don't miss. It dissolves friendships. I knew it. She's the carrier. How can that be? And you're her husband. Families. And anything alive. Go out there and get me cats. What's so great about cats anyway? What? You gonna check under your bed with a cow? And there's no stopping it. Once, Sleepy Rock was a town right out of a fairy tale. Get the children and cats inside! But now... Cats are death! Cats are what you need! Then let it be death! It's a town out of control. The smart solution... Kill anyone who could be... A carrier. One touch, and you're gone. Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes today. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We were off last week, obviously. Yes. Took the week off following uh, uh, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Because I forgot my notes somewhere. That sucked real bad. Oh, well. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, let's see. So, okay. So if we didn't have an episode last week, that means, did we talk about last night in Soho? I don't think we did. We I don't really, think we did. We really liked it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. It was fantastic. Very enjoyable. Stan, um, Anya Taylor-Joy. Layered as all of Edgar Wright's movies are. Very good. Yeah. Everyone was very good in it. Really uh, liked we, it. Yes. Very enjoyable. We were ostensibly the only people in the theater when mm-hmm. we watched it, and except for these Three, three teens that theater hoppers kept that, coming in and out and talking and that whatever. i almost went full apoplectic on because i was, was so pretty pissed at them. crazy <laughs> yeah but whatever it was fine and then halloween was good mm-hmm. uh we didn't do anything really super interesting we just like watched movies yep. and what have you our usual steez yes did we see anything else new i think um something tells me that we did and it was just fine we finished watching uh midnight mass yeah that was good i enjoyed it a lot enjoyed it i i thought it was a very nice stephen king book that stephen king never wrote (laughs) it was extremely monologue yes yeah uh what are you gonna do hill house was the same way hill house was exactly the same yeah um Hmm. So, I don't know. Should we talk about the movie today? Well, I finished another book. Oh, did you? Yes, that I haven't told you about. It is called Reprieve. 
It is a novel by James Han Matson. Uh, it is so it's about uh, a gr- a team goes to this full contact haunted house trying to win the sixty thousand dollar prize, Ooh. but one of them is murdered. One of them is sexy. Yeah. Huh. And murdered. And how was it? During the haunted house. Uh, it, while well, it was billed and sold as a horror movie, or a horror book, I should say, it is not a horror book at all. The haunted house is like a a means to an end, I guess. Okay. Definitely not the central focus of the book. Uh, although, if you're looking for a book about how people delude themselves into using other people, uh-huh. this is a book for you. It, the every character in the book uh, uses other people for their own gains, and half of them think that they're Ooh. like, "Oh no, oh I didn't do that. I'm not a bad person." <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I thought I didn't think it was a bad book, but it was not a horror novel yeah. at all. And I know on Goodreads, basically everyone reviewing it was like, um, "I walked into this expecting it to be something completely different." In which, I mean, I did too, but at least I can recognize <laughs> that it was still a good book if it was not a horror novel. So, oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yarp. Yarp. Um, yeah. Okay. So what are we talking about this week? Nick I'm sure Carrier. The... So we saw this a few years ago yes. and we knew that we were going to talk about it on the podcast. We just hadn't done it yet. And the copy that we had watched was... Like a VHS. VHS, fully letterboxed, like... And well, not letterbox, letterbox sorry. Right, ratio. Yeah, ratio. Four three. Uh, and you were wonderful enough to find a high definition widescreen version of it, and it was fantastic. It was good. It was nice to watch it in that. Uh, it always that quality. It always bumps it up. I mean, I love yeah, the it VHS. Does. It has the charm about it, but then seeing it in high definition just makes it seem like it costs. Oh, one hundred percent. And uh, yeah, still enjoyed it just as much these times that we watched it as I remember liking it the first time. Yeah. Because it's such a crazy movie. It is a crazy movie. I will say, if you have not seen it yet, please seek it out before listening to the rest of this podcast. I know whenever we hear that on a podcast, we're just like, yeah, fuck that. We're not going to do that. (laughs) But still, I would definitely say for a movie that most people have never heard of or seen, this is a pretty good one. Yeah, it's very interesting. It like really swings for the fences. Oh, yeah. In all of the best possible ways. Yes, definitely. And I don't know that I've actually seen another movie quite like it. It's like a medieval sort of religious, but sort of zombie. It was like a, but not really. a parable... Or like Mass a psychosis, yeah. like the descent of a town into madness. <laughs> yeah, it was, was great. Yeah, it was good. So it is from 1988. It is written and directed by Nathan J. White. This was really the only thing he ever directed Insane. or wrote. Totally nuts. How? Uh, this was such a good movie. Stars Gregory Fortescue as Jake. He's the senior staff attorney at the California Supreme Court now. <laughs> Stevie Lee as Treva. Steve Dixon as Dr. King. Uh, he's also in Mosquito mm-hmm. and Legion of the Night. Paul Urbanski as Joshua. Paul Silverman as the Reverend. Delaney Preventure as Jane. Matt Shear as Seth. And Robin Fleck as Dina. I don't even know who some of those people are. Me neither. I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> the nice thing about this movie is that like it doesn't really matter yeah. what people well, names Seth, are. Seth you know is the little kid. Are. Yes. And Jane is the singer. No idea who Dina is, though. Maybe uh, the bartender? That would make sense. Yeah. So the opening 
title card and everything for this movie is also like a medieval epic sort of thing. Yes. It's, like, dur, 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 dur. it's interesting. Yes. We're, we're, we're going into an adventure. Yes. And we get some narration from the future by Treba. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fall came earlier to their sleepy small town of Sleepy Rock. I uh, remember Jake Smith. Spear. Spear. And whatever. how she fell in love with him. <laughs> So in the past, there's like this real hoedown going on. Yeah, a regular uh, town is square dance at the church. Laughing and singing. Is, I think this movie takes place in the 50s or 60s. It right? has to. It better. Yeah, I was kind of unclear on that, but I think mm. it does. Uh, we get Jane singing that, see your eyes, I want to see your eyes. I'm also not, I wasn't sure if this is like, a, takes place in another reality. Like, is this kind of a post-apocalyptic thing as well? I don't think so. No? I, okay. To me, what it was, just sort of like like Midnight Mass, this was a isolated community, geographically yeah. isolated, where I you couldn't so, easily yeah. get in and out of the town, uh, and I don't know. Filmed in Manchester, Michigan. Ah. Uh, yeah, so we meet Jake. He's like inside, and he goes out because he's not really having fun, and yeah. then uh, He's like lurking and peering in. Or no, wait, he isn't inside this weekend. No, right? he's no, lurking he's... outside, peering in. Yeah. He seems like the disaffected loner. And that's when Treva runs out and bumps into him. And she breaks her cigarette. Yeah, she asks him for a smoke and she's real spicy. Mm-hmm. But we learn that everybody in this town wants uh, Jake, Jake dead, dead because they blame him for the deaths of his parents. But it was an accident and they yes. burned. But it wasn't an accident. And it wasn't Jake either. As we'll find out later. <laughs> So uh, he finally gets up the courage to go inside despite the whole town hating him. Yeah. Uh, there's sandwiches. There's punch. Uh, yep. Yeah, snacks. Uh, the, the group of toughs mm-hmm. sees him. And we also get some exposition uh, that the black slime. The black thing. The black thing. Yeah. Yes. It's been seen. I don't believe in that. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Et cetera, et cetera. See, that's why I wasn't sure if it was a post-apocalyptic thing. Oh, I see. I thought the black thing was sort of like a local cryptid. Ah, gotcha. But whatever. They really just sort of... I, I do like that about this movie, is that they drop in a whole bunch of like exposition without being like, hey, here's the town legend of the black thing. You yeah. know what I mean? That sort of stuff. And some of the women, I think like Jane, talks about how Jake wouldn't even accept a room from them mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, to stop himself from killing or whatever when he was so drunk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he takes a drink of some punch and he gets invited by Jane to dinner at their house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some more of the townsfolk coming in and talking to him. They they all hate him so much. Yeah. You burned your parents' house down and killed them for their land. You jerk. So then the fighting starts mm-hmm. and they throw him out. Uh, Treva goes out to check on him. And he says, and, get away from yeah. What happened? Just get away from me. You've got dirt Don't on... touch me. Don't help me. in there maybe i don't but it looks like i don't got friends out here either so what the fuck does it matter doesn't look like i have friends out here either so what the fuck does it matter Ooh. Ooh. 
fast, sassy. And then she pulls out her cigarettes, which cheeses him off because she said she didn't have any. Because she was trying to connect with him, even though he, she was giving him a light ribbing about murdering his family. And then it starts storming as they walk back to his place, mm-hmm. and it's so far away from town. He's very isolated. And she says, aren't you worried about the black thing? And he says, ain't no black thing. And all the power goes out. Oh, no. Now the entire place is a black thing because yeah. it's black So now. Treva oh. has to leave him to his own devices yeah, so she can go, go back to town. And he goes back to his little shack. Mm-hmm. He stares at the burned remnants of his old home. Yeah, and... so the old home is like up on a cliff overlooking this very small shack, which was clearly like a tool shed or yeah. something. He gets to drinking his blues away. Hell yeah. Uh, and he's in bed when the black thing comes and rips through the wall and attacks him. Like literally bursts through this wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And it's like um sort of like the creatures in Attack the Block if they didn't have glowing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And uh then he hits it with a kerosene lamp and it catches on fire and yep. runs away. Oh fuck. He shoots it and it sinks into the ground. It some it smokes and bubbles and sinks into the ground, dissolving. He has three scratches right on his on chest. chest. Uh oh demonic what scratches. Could it mean? So at the doctor's house, we, mm-hmm. we meet the doctor, and he gets told that the bridge, the bridge has been knocked out, and the phone and the power are out, and they can't get a line in, and uh, they're stranded there. Yeah, really, that goes by really fast. The gorge yes. is flooded. We can't even get out through the gorge. They just get it out of the way. Yep. They're like, okay, we're not going <laughs> to dwell on this. This isn't the story. Oh, no. So the next day, it's all beautiful. It's and bucolic. Yeah. There's lots of great foliage, foliage shots. Everyone loves um, it. And Jake gets to cooking breakfast in his skillet, but then a daddy long legs jumps into the pan, and it dissolves into nothingness. Yeah. Was it just because the pan smokes, was hot? But it wasn't on the burner. Yeah. Uh, Jake also inspects the stain from the black thing on the ground, confirms that, yes, it is a stain. And uh, then he walks into town in a red shirt, which he wears for the rest of the movie. Yes. Which is, of course, symbolic mm-hmm. because they mark the stuff with red so that they know that it's been touched by the thing. Yes. So he comes to uh, Jane's house mm-hmm. where the kids have a cat that they found and they want to keep it. Ooh, a black cat. And uh, there's this harpy woman whose name is Aunt Syphilis. She's the... You can't control your children yeah. or yourself, She's like Jane. the religious zealot sort of character. Yeah. Just the worst person. Yeah, she gives Jane a real dressing gown. She's like a real bitch to her. Yep. And then she run, or Jane runs upstairs and cries in the mirror mm-hmm. about her pretty dress and makeup and stuff. I actually wasn't too sure why she and Jake started fighting here. I think or it's... Or really their relationship with I each think, other. to me, some of the people in this town are sympathetic to Jake, understanding that from their perspective it was a big accident and he ah. feels terrible about it. And then other people are like, he's a piece of shit. So like, I, I have a feeling like some of the people are like, we want to help you a little bit. I wasn't sure if she was supposed to be his sister. Yeah. It was Jake also unclear to me what their relationship was. So I agree with you. Yeah. But yeah, she she wants him to stay with them, move out of the little shack that he's living in and drinking himself to death in. Uh, he touches her mirror mm-hmm. and then he leaves and goes into the town where the reverend starts lambasting him about punching the asshole at the party. Oh, fuck off, reverend. Seriously. Everyone in this town, like, everything in the town is out of business, base, basically. This is another reason why I was like, oh, is this post-apocalyptic? Because, oh, like, all of the it? stores are out of business. I did not notice For the that. most part. 
I don't know, again, if it's just like, oh, this is just like a small dying town and to further like explain how isolated it that is and maybe sense. why these people are so desperate and they like go to Crazy how they do so quickly. <laughs> I didn't catch that, but that, that makes sense. Yeah. So we get uh, Jake touching a bunch of crap. He almost touches the pet store window where there's dogs running oh, around. He touches a lamppost mm-hmm. and he heads to the bar to buy his bottle of Jack and the bartender mary yeah so that's not dina so who knows who dina is um so she feels bad because her boyfriend was a jerk to jake yeah and then and is abusive to her yeah and she's like you know i just don't understand things the way that he wants me to understand them boy and uh then the boyfriend comes out right yes Yeah, yeah yeah and then jake leaves and he pounds on the sign as he leaves touches a bunch of trees on the way home yes because he's stumbling through the forest yeah we get to see all of our future uh accursed objects yes so as was implied by the spider jake is now the carrier yes anything that he touches immediately becomes deadly gets absorbed into the inanimate to any living thing so any living thing that touches it is slowly and painfully absorbed into it and it can't be transferred between inanimate objects they determine later in the movie but it's worth it just to explain it now oh yeah it's it's interesting it's sort of like rogue meets uh there's another one in the marvel universe well there's a couple different iterations of famine but in the one is or pestilence she touches food and like she can't Ooh. she can't eat because of all of the food she touches rots away. That sucks really bad. I guess she has to drink a lot of sugar water. Yeah, or something. She's one of the horsemen. Uh that makes sense because it's the, uh, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. Yes. Uh I don't know. It was like basically uh Jake is a cursed items factory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he's got the, the Midas touch of curses. Yeah. So when Jake gets home, there's a guy waiting for him mm-hmm. who's his old his dad's old friend. Yeah. He's there to tell war stories um and jake plays with this wire thing the whole time that i thought was going to come back but mm-hmm. doesn't uh, but i guess we're just like oh he's touching all of these things yep and then he touches some books to exchange with this guy so that when he uh, touches it he starts dissolving later yes it's what is it one fish two fish red fish blue fish yeah and all of the books that he gives him are burned because obviously they've come out of the house fire i thought they did a pretty good job building the suspense like we're supposed to know what's coming. Like, I guess we, people probably knew going into this what yeah. the movie was about. So, like, you're just watching this guy touch all of this stuff, and you're like, ooh. ooh no. Like, a very, very, what? I feel like there was another, oh, it reminded me of Contagion. Okay. Uh, because there are several scenes in Contagion where, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's the carrier, and she's eating peanuts at a bar, like, out of the common bowl, or, like, she forgets her phone somewhere and someone gives her the God phone. And then Gwyneth it's like, no, the phone, <laughs> no, the peanuts. Yeah, I've still so. never seen that movie. And I don't think I ever will. It was really good. I really liked it. There was a shot that I remember most vividly. Uh, Matt Damon goes to pick up his infected sick son from school before they realize how sick everyone is. Okay. And the kid is like coughing as he leaves and pushing on the the crash bar to open the door and just the lingering shot of the door shutting no and you know that it's now dun, infected. Dun, dun. Ah! so that's what it reminded <laughs> me of this movie yeah so uh this guy uh runs into town as he's getting dissolved by this book yeah after he takes out redfish bluefish yeah uh it's and, eating his hand his and arm a cop grabs the book and starts dissolving ah! 
And then uh, one guy goes and gets a cleaver to cut his arm off. He smashes through like the the window of the the what hardware store. Yeah, but the sheriff dies. He has I a guess, heart got attack. Got sucked in faster. Well, they say the sheriff's having a heart attack. <laughs> So he died before he could even get fully uh, consumed. Yeah. So they bring him into the doctor. And Old they, man Patrick. They're like, the book was eating his hand. And the doctor's like, I just can't right. believe this story. <laughs> sure, sure. And they all saw it. So they tell him to go look for himself. And the town is gathered to pray around it. I, um, and we get our first rumblings of like the religious fervor of this oh, town. Yes. Can I just say, when Old Man Patrick is running with this book on his slowly stumpy arm as it's getting shorter and shorter yeah there is panda fucking pneumonium <laughs> oh yeah it's crazy. especially once the sheriff grabs it and dies yeah people are freaking out and it running so over terrifying. and screaming like, and no one knows what's happening it was so good i love those scenes in movies <laughs> they're so great so the doctor brings a baby chicken mm-hmm. to test test out the book genius would not uh, have thought of this it too gets absorbed into the book and Hated. the crime continues as he takes it to run some tests hated that yeah well i mean the animal killing in this movie is very sad yes i hated all of it i was like there has to be you can't just cut up a steak and start flicking at things no you it has to kill. be alive i i think doesn't it well, i guess you would die at people? some point while yeah. you're being absorbed so that ah, doesn't matter. Well, let's not interrogate it. Maybe too it's much. while the tissue's still living. Who knows? Anyways, <laughs> but yes, yeah. exactly. Um, the reverend at the church, I right, yep. mm-hmm. or is it still downtown? When he's like begging for forgiveness from Jesus for having strayed from the path of God, mm-hmm. and the doctor walks around touching things with chicks to see what else has been affected yep. by uh, the the curse. Oh yeah, the the priest, the the crucifix in this fucking church looks like it was made of papier mache yeah <laughs> an art attack it looks bonkers and uh yeah so we see what else has been affected by this thing and they start mm-hmm. at covering it all with red to indicate yes. things that have been touched by this disease and things for people not to touch yeah the doctor and his wife slash assistant mm-hmm. are the ones taking this upon themselves while everyone else just does what they fuck around i guess so yeah super annoying because the next day the town is like pissed and it's pandemonium unfolding it's like a science versus religion thing they're standard screaming stuff. at him and he's like please please like yeah. and i'm like why are they mad at him yeah. none of this is his fault the he's doc- he's the only one who even remotely knows what's happening he tells them all this shit and yeah. he's like that well everything that he's figured out so far yeah and he tells them to like wrap themselves in any material as long as it isn't infected Mm -hmm. and non-porous plastics he thinks the disease was maybe spread by like a dog or a squirrel or even one of them and he wants to leave immediately to go into the next city yeah and he desperately wants everyone to work together to build platforms to get through the the gorge gorge, which is their only way out and they all really appreciate this idea and then the reverend goes up there. God has forsaken us. We can't run from God. We're a witness to his power. So we have to stay yeah. in town. And why should we run from it? Blah, we're being, blah, We're blah. being tested. This is uh, our own personal Garden of Eden. What, uh, it's what, very annoying. I what's guess, going on beho- beyond our fair city? It could be even worse out there. It was very thematic with our watch of Midnight Mass, though. Yes, it Having was. Having to coincide nicely. So they start singing hymns, gross um doctor is completely fucking yeah. exhausted with these people and back with jake treva tells him everything the mm-hmm. doctor said about uh 
about it, I guess, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he cries because he's so upset and he just wants to live his life. And uh, he didn't even drink until the town started forcing him to drink. Yeah. And, and I was, was like, what? At first? <laughs> and it was probably them who set the fire. Mm-hmm. So he suspects, but they yeah. all are like, no. Uh, Trina? Treva. Treva. She looks so fucking cool in yeah this, it, her her plague outfit which is like um t- two black plastic protectors on her forearms she's almost like a jedi she's wearing like long black gloves she's wearing black uh plastic on her she's got a cool head wrap her lower f- legs and yeah and this black hair wrap to stop her hair from touching anything she looks Great. so cool. Very cool i loved it she looked like a femme fatale oh she did yeah, yeah. i think that was sort of like the intention it's a, uh, unfortunate that she wasn't really in anything else this is like really all this was all she was in i don't understand how the director our main character and trina did not act again treva treva because they are so good in this for what this is for like a low budget movie that no one has seen. oh yeah 100 no good i mean and this is such a good movie Mm -hmm. too i mean none of these people were in anything else other than like a select few it's a fucking crime it It is is a crime to me (laughs) Yeah, so, um, like, Jake is like, oh, it's probably them who mm-hmm. set the fire, maybe, or we are supposed to sort of infer that from yes. what he's saying, that, mm-hmm. like, he was unconscious, he doesn't even remember it, and then all he remembers is waking up and all of the hands grabbing at him. And the smoke and everything, yeah. And Treva suggests that he should leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then elsewhere, suddenly a man starts getting absorbed into an outhouse. Yes. And he, like, crushes his wife's hand. Well, she... As he's being absorbed by the ass, he's screaming for his wife, and when she touches him, he's infected as well. So ever she he pulls her in yeah. basically, which yes. is oh boy, what a terrible way to die! <laughs> Truly, t- and him slowly yeah, getting like shorter. Yeah, like death in this is like and pretty shorter. gnarly to think about. The doctor's like, I estimate it takes ten minutes for it to eat the whole body. Ew. So it's like ten minutes of slowly sinking. I mean, into you could this probably outhouse. just stick your head to it. Oh yeah, get it done faster. Yeah. that's so smart. Yeah, that's really smart. If you could think that fast, if you anyway. could think that fast, and you're not pant. But goddamn, what fucking hell! And uh, down at the bar, the whole mm-hmm. town's there getting all riled up. Everyone's real threatening towards uh, Mary the bartender. Which I hated so much. Yep. And then her ass dick boyfriend comes in. Well, his name is literally Dick. Oh, nice. Yeah. He uh, drags her out of there uh, and violently, very, very violently, he even like hits her. Um, I guess the movie does a really good job at highlighting this town's like hypocrisy. Yes, how they all act like they're religious good people, yeah, and then and under the shitty, surface they're like the worst people who immediately just like go to shit. Do you know why Dick got mad at her? Because other guys were talking to her. Yeah, she got a tip from one of them, and like she was like, "I'm not going to take it. Put it in the in the glass instead, in case it's an uh, affected yeah. object." And then she smiled. <laughs> this guy is a psycho. And she doesn't know what she wants, only that she doesn't want anything uh, because she's got nothing. And he gets pissed and he decides to um, sexually assault her to prove how much of a man he Holy is. Holy fuck. As everyone jeers as he's dragging her Very out. scary and evil. And it's like classic abuse shit where he's like, he hits her and then he's like, I don't know why. 
I do this. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. And then uh, while she's being assaulted, yep. she touches this tree and starts getting absorbed into it. I don't even think she screams. No, because she knows it's a red object. Yeah. And, and uh, uh-oh, guess who's yeah, penis is inside in of you. Too. Yeah, so. I felt terrible for her. Oh, my God. I hated this so bad. It made me very sad to think about. Oh, me too. Uh, And she was not... Like she, she, she was nice. manipulated yeah, by oh, all 100%. these people, and into believing that it was her fault, also. So, ooh. and like he really screams for help. Ooh, and that little fuck. When everyone finally gets out mm-hmm. there, they only find their clothes and shoes. And their shoes. So yeah. they all start wrapping themselves in all of the plastic they can find, tablecloths, ripping it off yards. the walls. One guy is like, "It's screwing. Screwing yeah. is what does it." Some really <laughs> intense extrapolation. Yeah, who fucked the redfish, bluefish? <laughs> And uh, at the doctor's mm-hmm. place, the injured are starting to pile up, like people who have lost body parts. The amputees, basically. Yeah. And meanwhile, at Jake's, the flies start swarming and burning up. So he sort of starts figuring out. Yeah, because he's reading uh, Camus' The Plague by uh, a Torchlight, basically. So all of the swarming insects are landing on it. And then... So he grabs some flyers. Mm-hmm. Um and he decides to test it out with a moth. And sure enough, oh, uh, fuck. what a terrible revelation that would be. Oh, and he's like so fuck. sweaty and just like terrified. I can't imagine. And then he screams, not me. Not me. It, it's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> it's I mean, not we, fair. I feel like we talk about this <laughs> quite often, but um, I definitely got sort of like vibes that this might have been about AIDS a little bit, mm-hmm. or at least referencing the AIDS crisis or, or, that was going on at the time. Like it, it applies to a lot of different things, but yeah, definitely AIDS. Because I don't know, my mom worked in a hospital in the eighties, and I remember her telling me about some of the people she worked with who were like, they won't even use drinking fountains or like yeah. eat in shared spaces because they think they can catch HIV that way. <laughs> Then he gets super fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. The next day he wakes up mostly naked. And this is the first time we get his uh, crucifixion imagery. Yes. Because he's he's got both. Uh, he's extended yeah. both feet, arms. Feet sort of crossed. Feet crossed. Uh, one of his arms is hanging out of the hole that the black thing made in the <laughs> in his little shack. Life isn't worth the paper it's printed on. Yeah, you're damn fucking right. It's not. <laughs> And in the town, things have gone fully mm-hmm. to shit. Uh, there's factions forming. Everyone's dressed like pagans. Like they're going to do some sort of pagan ritual. Oh, that's interesting. I was looking at it more like uh, like Christian soldiers in the medieval times. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but like, like either of those. Either of those, definitely. And uh, scary patchwork of like plastic. There's some people who are predominantly wearing black and green. Other people who are mostly wearing like white or see-through mm. plastic they show like the reverend being like god can help us yeah, and the doctor saying help. that he can help mm-hmm. and then jake in it saying nobody no one can, can help. help and i was like <laughs> fuck yes this is a great miracle it is humbling how god directs us with his wisdom can't keep track of there'll always be a new disease just just waiting for the right opportunity to infect the population and god will help i can help no one can help so 
So Jake decides to go do some more tests to figure out the, the whole scope of this and yeah, he find t- some of the shit he's touched. I think it's so funny that he, he he touches that rock to test it, and then he's like, I'm just going to bury it like a foot underground. And I can just imagine in like uh, 350 years, they're digging this yeah. place up to like turn it into a metroplex. Well, it's unclear <laughs> if the curse lasts after he's dead. That's true. We don't really know. We know it affected his clothes. That's true. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We don't need to interrogate it. That, that's the philosophy I'm taking with this movie because I enjoyed it. And yeah. I'm not trying to ruin it. <laughs> He's a prisoner in his own skin. Yep. And then a random girl sees him in the woods and she freaks out. She starts screaming yep. and running away. Then he catches up to her and she gets melted. How does she... What does she touch? No, he, he grabs her. I think so, yeah. yeah. So then he <sighs> runs away into the woods and they don't see him so they no. don't know who it was but they like chase after him for a little bit before it uh, is seemingly in the clear oh boy i hated that so bad and he goes to hang out in treva's barn mm-hmm. where she comes to like groom her horses yes and he tells her that uh she needs more plastic to mm-hmm. be safe and he wants her to leave with him jesus what is that what you're plastic you've got to stay more protected you never know where the disease is. Well, what's wrong with you? I'm fine. You're not fine. I said I'm fine! The town's dead. You shouldn't have stayed here one second, let alone days. Here, I know we really don't know each other or anything, but you gotta get out of here. I mean, I want you to get out of here with me. What happened to your face? It's okay, it's nothing. What happened to your face? I tripped and scraped it up. I didn't even know until I tasted it. Listen. We can go someplace. Doesn't matter where. Someplace far away. We gotta go someplace. What do you... What do you think? Well, it can't be too much worse out there with you than it is here with this shit. Yeah? Well, I'm just split with you. I don't mean to like you. I gotta do something first. Now I'll come and get you. Great. And she's really intrigued by this idea of getting far away Mm -hmm. with him, so she agrees. But he's like, oh, I have to go do something first. Yep. So he's going to go do that. But then it's several more days, I think, before they end up leaving or trying to. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the doctor tells everyone that the carrier is a person. Ah! And it could be any one of them. So if you notice anyone acting strange, tell tell someone. If you see something, say something. And naturally, this just kicks off 
everyone's super paranoid about everyone else. Yeah. And therefore, everyone starts acting super suspiciously. Yeah. And people sort of go different ways. There's, like, the people who get super religious. Mm -hmm. There's the people who get super debaucherous. Mm -hmm. Like, um, the, the one guy goes to the bar where the dark-clothed people are yes. all drinking. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it also was giving me like Viking and medieval armor yes, definitely as well. Mm -hmm. It's great. So, uh, like Josh, I think is that yeah. guy who is some sort of a Jane's husband. Mm -hmm. And he goes home where all of the more religious people have formed their community in the one house. They're the white and clear plastic people. Jane has like fully ascended into a better role in this short amount yep. of time. Um, and then Aunt Syphilis accuses her of being the carrier. Yeah, because she's, bad because she's doing well mm -hmm. so she goes up to get undressed and ready for bed reveling in the change is she's like i'm a new woman mm -hmm. and then she touches the mirror and starts getting sucked in oh then they watch as she dies pretty gnarly it, because obviously the mirror breaks as she's trying to get away from it yeah and all of the little pieces fall on her and like you see them like sinking into her skin <laughs> her kids are watching this as she's Ugh. dying like Jesus Christ, that's awful. Just totally awful. Really, really <laughs> shitty stuff. Yeah. And they decide that they have to test everything in the house. Mm -hmm. um, Get me cats. This is, yeah, when they decide to start using cats mm -hmm. since there's such a glut of them in town with all of the Farm barns. Farmhouses and everything. Yeah. Uh, Jake watches, I think it was Dick's funeral service mm -hmm. from afar. And Treva sort of like watches him. And uh, Jake goes up to talk to the parents. And he says, somebody wanted... Him even more, more than, than they you. did. God, I guess. Yeah. Then he and Treva walk through town. And, um, uh, oh, Jake spies a table that he thinks he touched. Yeah, well, she calls him out for being a liar since he mm -hmm. doesn't believe. And he's like, well, they loved their son. So yeah. I'm just trying to, like, make them feel better. And then, he yeah, guilty. he sees, like, a little girl, I think, about to touch the table mm -hmm. or something. So... He books it and just grabs it. Yeah, and, and Treva has her realization that Jake is the plagued one. Mm -hmm. It it gave me a lot of like, um, what are you waiting for, huh? Yeah, sort of because yeah. the camera like goes out and like yeah. up, and you just see her standing as she like realizes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Elsewhere, everybody has fully got behind this cat idea. Yeah, everyone's both factions are gathering them. Mm -hmm. um, Cats are much better than dogs. People accusing yes. everybody, going nuts when they see these cats. It's the reverend. It's my wife. It's you. But then uh, the white plastics come mm -hmm. with their axes and weapons, and they deny the like dark, the black, the, black, the black and green people. So the black plastics plead to their mm -hmm. religious sensibilities and their need for compassion. So then they allow them to take two of yeah, the cats. They have two cats. Which causes some dissent among the ranks. And one of the guys gets stabbed. Yeah. Well, Over the cat. Yeah, because uh, the white the white plastics leave mm -hmm. and the black plastics start infighting for the cats, mm -hmm. including stabbing that guy. Yep. So they all tackle and stab the guy who did the stabbing. Mm -hmm. so Perfect. That That's how it goes. And, and then they're like, let's go to the Black Sheep Tavern. And then one of the saddest scenes of the whole movie. I hated this so much. That night at the bar, while they're all drinking, mm -hmm. uh, they discover that the sign has been touched. Mm -hmm. So they laugh as a kitten gets absorbed. And then they're really like losing grip on their shit. Yep. So they throw another cat and then it becomes a game for them like darts while they're 
totally shit-faced. It's Getting very sad. Cats stuck to this board so that they can be horribly murdered. Yeah. This I is like a jumping it. board for their debauchery, I guess. Hated and these guys so much. They have quite a rager. And the next morning when they wake up and they realize they've gotten rid of all their cats, mm -hmm. they, they realize they'll have to pillage oh, the other faction. No. Treva spies on Jake, sort of watching him from the bushes as he steals a mailbox, trying to rid the town of things that he's touched. Anything that he's touched. Well, she's like hiding behind bushes. Uh, kids are out clandestinely hunting cats with catnip. Yeah, there's three kids, um, Jane's kids. Yeah. And they're throwing catnip around, gathering these kittens, but they're being followed and watched by the black plastics. Who are just going to swipe the, like, wait until they catch all the cats and then mug them yeah. for them. And these kids love rules. Mm -hmm. So they realize they're being followed and they make a run for it, but the black plastics catch them and they try and steal the cats. Mm -hmm. They all start ripping the plastic off of each other and one of the kids ends up getting stabbed by a cursed stake yes. and dies. Oh, fuck, they killed a kid. Yeah, which makes them realize, but uh, it's an accident. It could have happened to anyone. It's an accident. And then there's this big chase through yeah, the woods. Yeah, the other two kids make a break for it. They can maneuver through the trees much more mm -hmm. easily. And then uh, the one kid, Seth, I think, sees yep. the red bushes and they're small enough to climb underneath. So the little girl starts going, but then the his shoe gets stuck. Yep, it's in real a big way. It's time for her or for him to untie, but uh, she, she can't, can't do, do it. it. And she takes off. So they get the boy and they go to stab him, but then she comes and she hits him with the red branches. Yes, and they are immediately fucked. Fucking great. They're all stuck together <laughs> on this big branch. I believe her name is Enoch, the little girl, oh, which I loved because Enoch is like the person. Before which, like after after them, the the flood came. No, it was flood. So, uh, I thought it was like interesting. So the kids go back mm -hmm. to their stronghold and they tell them everything. Yeah, um, they kill. We they we had cats and they killed Tommy. And they know an attack is coming now, mm -hmm. so they start prepping. Um, they also have some defectors now from the black plastics mm -hmm. and just like I guess other random townies who are like, ooh, I'm waving a white flag. Please come help. Like, can we, we join you? Yeah, please? we don't want to be with these child killers. Mm -hmm. So Treva confronts Jake uh, elsewhere about his lying yeah, to her because he's, he's, he's got a gonna, big hole filled with these red items. He's just going to take off without telling mm -hmm. her. But she's conflicted because she doesn't want him to get caught. Mm -hmm. She's not mad. She's in love. Mm -hmm. And they hug. And then. Uh, and I was like, uh. <laughs> Wow. Well, she's not afraid of him, I, I guess. guess. It's like the symbolism. I liked their relationship, even if it does sort of like uh, just happen very quickly. I mean, the whole thing is like a parable. So it's, yeah. there's a lot of, I don't want to say dream logic, but like convenient. And stuff. he brings her back to her <laughs> place to pack a bag um, while the two factions confront each other. And we learn that they are the ones who tied up and killed Jake's parents. Oh, and the fuck. whole town was in on it. Oh, fuck. So that they can get what's in the mine that was on Jake's property. We don't even know what's in the mine. We just no, assume that it's don't. riches of some kind. And he runs off into the woods because he overhears them. Mm -hmm. And back to his place and he gets real mad. Very yep. rightfully so. Yeah. Completely rightfully so. And he goes back to the bar. Mm -hmm. He sort of struggles with the decision of it, but ultimately he decides that he's going to uh, incite the battle, incite yes. the riot. Well, since since they've ruined his life and then convinced him that it's all his fault. Yeah, so he tells them that the 
the white plastics who he refers to as the Joneses. Yeah, they're going to come to kill are you. Are planning a war and uh, he gets them all queued up. They've and then got, he runs to the Joneses. They've got wire. They've got a wall. Yeah, because they set cats. up like a full like mm -hmm. uh, stronghold fort, basically. They're hoarding red objects. And then he runs to the Joneses' house and he says that the others are on their way to kill them. Because they are. But he's like really fucking mm -hmm. stoked at this point about what he's decided to do. Uh, and then he gets thanked by Josh for the heads up. And then we see, like, Josh feel bad about killing his parents. But uh -oh. it's like, who fucking cares at this point? Yeah. You, like, have been tormenting this guy for since you murdered his parents. Yeah, and then uh, he's like, you're, oh, you're okay. Uh, thank you so much. And then Jake is like, hell, it's only uh, for what you mean to me. Yeah. Oh, Jake, you're a wonderful guy, and I love you very much. So they start getting their mm -hmm. red objects ready for this war, prepping as much as they can on both yep. sides. The black and green people are amped up. And uh, then we get the war. Mm -hmm. And there are no good guys in war. No, definitely not. They confront each other about their differing beliefs. It's really good. This mm -hmm. movie's really good. Yes. They all, all of the, the green and black people emerge from the surrounding forest in like night smoke. Is it cats or is it death? That's no choice. Cats! Death. Cats are death. Cats are what you need. Then let it be death. Cats are death. Cats, Cats are aren't death. what you need. Then let it be death. death. <laughs> and they've got like red objects that they are using to kill each other. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, they have like a red tree branch that they toss through one of the, the upper windows People of this getting house. People stabbed. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a real bloodbath. Guy cutting off his own hand. The fence gets knocked over. Someone one slaps guy gets a child. It with a Bible. Yeah. Um, the reverend plays for, prays for the Lord to stop the killing mm -hmm. despite having been the one who... And started this Essentially, whole, this uh, is mainly thing. his fault, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Aunt Syphilis touches a red object. She touches the log, and then immediately she's like, chop off my hands! Which the little kid has to do, and, and he's he says, stoked about it. He says, All right. I bet you're sorry to see those go. <laughs> like, my hands? Yes! But also, she really should have been covered up those hands. Those would probably be the first things I'm covering yeah. up. Those beauties? My, these ten little piggies? And our faction leaders start doing their own little fighting. Mm -hmm. It's like a sword fight, basically. Chain versus two by four. Ooh. Um, red chain versus yeah, red two by four. Yeah, the, the, the Joneses, the white plastic, mm -hmm. gets gets the chain uh, on him. Yep. But then he wraps it around both of them for them to die. Oh, no. Pretty smart, pretty gnarly. I like yeah. that. When you plan for revenge, dig two graves, as they say. Yeah. And then Jake and Treva make their biggest mistake, which is going to the doctor to tell him that they plan on leaving and that also he's the carrier. Yes. And I mean, I liked what they were like, we just don't want you to waste more time looking yeah. for the character. The pattern was much too stupid, stupid to be intentional. intentional. And then they... <laughs> Great backhanded insult. Yeah. And he, he, he doesn't want them to go, but they... Uh, mm -hmm. like, like, Jake is beyond help. Yeah. And then they start hearing the screaming, and the uh -oh. doctor wants to go help and stop the fighting. So then he drives off. Jake chases after him and yep. sees the result of the war that he started. And oh, no. They start hitting him with boards. Uh, the white plastics are really losing pretty hard. Yes. And so their door starts getting broken down while children scream. Yep. 
The Reverend ends up getting axed by the one fish, two fish guy. Oh, fuck. They start escaping out the back door and then ultimately firebomb their own house to get out of there. Which I didn't fully understand. Uh, the Reverend, as he's dying, is like, I forgive you. <laughs> uh, I mean. And then the doctor shows up to tell them that he knows who the carrier is. So they all put their weapons down. Help the wounded and then maybe we'll and talk. Yeah, he'll tell them who the carrier is after after they stop all this. And the doctor tells Jake, you have to come to the big town meeting tomorrow because if you don't, they'll know that it was you. Be but very what's suspicious. the fucking difference if he's gone? Yes, exactly. That's my <laughs> thought. And also, maybe Jake just didn't hear the announcement for the town meeting yeah, or whatever. whatever. Who cares? Off. They're, of course, like pretty apprehensive. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so Jake and Treva still together. And everybody gets summoned by the big yeah. bell and all make their the way refugees, to the church. All yeah. the refugees. You see everyone's injuries, the full extent of all of the damage that was done. Limping in the, in their the way. Uh, interesting. And then the doctor is up there and he's like, it was Tom Doolittle, the guy who was one of the guys who died. The, yeah. Yeah, one of them. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Sleepy Rock Syndrome is over. Yep. Uh, everyone's stoked until a stupid ass fucking baby this dumb baby with a death wish crawls over and touches jake and jake sort of like picks it up to be like oh it's fine ha 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 i'm trying yeah. to hide this so the mom screams mm -hmm. once more pandemonium breaks out love this and uh she starts screaming for a knife to cut off her baby's hand uh, they all surround jake and call him a murderer and they're like touch the wall jake he should have because it would have killed all of yeah, them. Yeah, but Treva's in there too, and he doesn't want to. I don't know Treva. why they're like you have to touch this wall. This is a bad idea because the whole church is just going to turn into <laughs> one giant object. And uh, but it, it it works for the better because yeah. then we get the awesome like so they hit him with a shovel in the head, mm -hmm. and uh, then he starts touching their plastic. Oh and my god! And it starts god. like drinking in on them. It's fucking great. Now loved it. I mean the mirror was fucking awful yeah the woman being sucked great. into the toilet awful but this plastic which they are covered in instantly sucking to their body and they're like, like the shroud of turin they look like they turn just a red paste yeah. just a red paste as they're writhing on the floor screaming yeah exactly really nasty really effective and very simple he takes his glove off and he starts threatening ah. them all <laughs> like all he has to do is throw that glove into the crowd and he flees while Truva begs mm -hmm. for him to take her with him yep. and then very cute it shows her heart pendant and bud it's the red, red the red object he touched was her heart oh so sweet and jake runs down the road trying to escape uh he like does some pretty good maneuvers where he like throws gravel oh my gosh so yeah smart because all of these little bits of and i mean granted that gravel is going to be already you can't go down that street yeah. anymore you should but, have had yeah. pocket flour but this yeah <sighs> you, you see one touch this woman and her face immediately starts bubbling there i mean i guess it would be easier than getting absorbed into a single grain of flour or salt would or be sand or something awful yeah probably would be easier to cut out of yourself at least unless you got a face full of it in which case you're fucked yeah interesting yeah I, I didn't think about that. Like that little piece that touched the woman on her cheek. I was yeah, like, and her a, neck. Like You get a pen knife, yeah. just pop that right off. Anyways. But yeah, yes. he runs into the woods, touching everything he can along the way. <laughs> and the doctor gets beaten about the head. Which is like, why? No. So rude. Which side are you on, was what the guy said. Uh, obviously the side trying not to kill people, since he's been helping all of your dumbasses this entire fucking time. 
all Jake can really do at this point is make a break for the gorge. Yeah. Which is by the ruins of his own Yeah, his so home. he's he's climbing the, the sheer cliff to get back up to his old house. And then he gets shot. With one of the only guns in town. Because earlier we were told the Reverend doesn't allow any guns yeah. in town. And he dies. Yes. Where he falls and again makes a crucifixion. Yeah, so he's upside down, just like the kid was caught by his shoe. He's also caught by his shoe. Hanging upside down. Sort of reminded me of the Hanged Man uh, tarot card. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally hanging upside down. Or the movie Revenge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh no, everyone's looking yeah, at everyone him. Yeah, everyone suddenly feels bad. And they're like, they're like oh, oh no, we're bad. What have we done? Oopsies. And then his clothes start to melt him. Yeah. And his body. So this leaves Treva alone. And then uh, in the future, mm -hmm. she reminisces about how it was evacuated and everything wore off in time. Yeah, they learned nothing. Sleepy Rock was soon evacuated by the government. The authorities never learned anything new about the disease. Nothing that wasn't already known. And it all wore off in time. Just like so much else. The doctor and his wife have a small practice in the city and couldn't talk much about it. And then there was Jake. Jake didn't believe in simple good or bad. Jake was simply honest. Try to forget, but it just doesn't go away. But it doesn't go away. Profound. Yes. I really love this movie. I think it's really good. It's probably one of my faves. Of, like, these low-budget or, like, yeah. super-secret movies, I would say this is, like, top five for me. Oh, definitely. It was great. Really it's such a, it. such a nice, like, parable. And it's just, it's so creative and interesting, unique. And the effects, the effects are good for this level of movie, but the concepts behind the deaths and, like, being absorbed. Yeah, it the has glass a good story. sticking in you. The all of that stuff was so good. Yeah, and the story, the the way that the groups of people were characterized more than individuals yeah. in terms of the town. And I like that because then it wasn't just this one mass of people. It and was like, these two different groups. Jake is obviously suffering for the sins of everyone in the town. Yes. And he ends up oh, paying true. the ultimate God. price, right? How could I not put that together? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like had they not killed his parents, Literally. none of them would have died mm -hmm. and he wouldn't have probably got afflicted. Or... Yeah, the black thing wouldn't have attacked him because it's on the lower level. Yeah. Presumably, I guess you could maybe assume it's in the mines or something. And it was yeah. like the fire that let it free. I think, honestly, that's probably what happened. Because they said, like, oh, we've been seeing so much of the black thing recently. Yeah. All of a sudden. So, mm. interesting. Yeah, that's really good really enjoy it i can't believe i didn't put that him suffering for the town sins together yeah like it's like it's a, so obvious the crucifixion <laughs> it's so obvious stuff. well i also thought the three 
the three scratch marks on his chest were like the trinity yeah and the like both wrists and the feet of the oh, like the gotcha, nails gotcha, the three gotcha. nails i guess that makes sense yeah hmm. six degrees of jamie lee yes please so uh we've got gregory fortescue mm-hmm. who is jake mm-hmm. he the, the only other thing he was in was cry in the wild the taking of peggy ann mm-hmm. and he was in that with tom atkins who was in the fog with jamie lee curtis bum bum ba yeah wonderful good. very good there was other ways too that were a little bit longer like steve dixon was in mosquito with gunner hansen who's in death house with bill mosley mm-hmm. who's in the devil's rejects with pj souls who's in halloween with jamie Lee Curtis. nice i like that yeah uh if you would like to see things that christopher has made or hear more from us you can follow us on social media definitely first blood on instagram deaf first blood on twitter and you can send us a wonderful email at definitely first blood at gmail.com we recently checked it yeah we did for the first time in months uh all of those GoDaddy emails yep <laughs> and join our podcast networks oh yeah yeah those sorry well we should consider that maybe yeah get see if we can get two and two dollars two dollars from some ad rev that'd be nice uh but yeah goodbye thank you for listening yeah thank you so much for You're listening the best. um we'll be back next time i'm not sure what we're going to be listening to yeah but please check out this movie if you haven't seen it check search it on youtube yeah before too long we should probably be transitioning to our more wintry movies oh definitely uh, i've got a whole list of mm-hmm. them so yeah thank you so much for listening thank you and uh, we'll see you talk to you next time bye 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 bye